A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Today we've got a crazy revenge story against an ex-friend that was so bad, they deserve to kiss college goodbye forever. We'll get to that in a bit, but first, never mix business and pleasure. I met Damon as a freshman in college, and he would go on to not only be my best friend, but my business partner as well. It would all come crumbling though, and it drove me to do perhaps the meanest thing I've ever done in my life. Before I get ahead of myself though, let me start from the beginning. Damon and I were classmates at Yale University. We were both computer science majors, and we both had big dreams and bright ideas. We met in a class we shared together. We were very inquisitive and always asked the professor questions. It kind of just seemed to happen that we became friends. There were a lot of things I liked about Damon, but the thing I liked perhaps the most was his drive. Damon was constantly striving to do more, to be more. He had come from little, so he always wanted to prove to the world that he could be successful and do it all through hard work and consistency. In fact, half of our conversations were about how to develop ourselves. His passion drove me to do more too, so he was a pretty positive influence on me. Life goals wasn't all we talked about though, he was very competitive too, and he always wanted to be the best at everything. He would sometimes drive himself to the very edge trying to outdo people, and I had to remind him many times to just calm down a little bit. The funny thing is that when Damon finally chose to wind down, he was a pretty hard partier. Now I'd like to think of myself as pretty extroverted in social situations, but Damon was absolutely extreme. I almost always had to be the rational friend when we went out to bars or parties. We also spent a lot of time gaming and pranking each other. One day though, I came up with an idea that would make us not just friends alone. I've always wondered what it would be like to provide tech solutions to people globally and be one of the biggest authorities on tech. Growing up, I'd read inspiring stories of people like Steve Jobs and Mark Zuckerberg and I always wanted to be like those guys. The thing is, it seemed like almost every aspect in tech already had big names. If I was ever going to make a breakthrough in the tech industry, I needed to find something that not only was in high demand to fix, but something that big tech companies weren't paying attention to. Of course, I shared this dream with Damon, and we resolved that we'd work on this project together if it ever materialized. In my senior year of college, I finally had that eureka moment. I'd been interning at Microsoft and was on my lunch break when I decided to get some food from this little Jamaican restaurant. When I got to the restaurant, there was a pretty long queue there and I had to wait for so long, I barely had time to eat my meal when I got it. When I got back to the office, I started to toy around with the idea of developing an app that helps sort orders from people around. The obvious solution here would be to just order food using one of a dozen services like Uber Eats, but that wasn't exactly what I wanted to develop. I figured there were still a few people like me who liked to pick up their meals personally. For me, it was mostly because having food delivered robbed me of the one opportunity in the day to actually take a walk around. I figured if there was an app that could be used to order food for pickup from this restaurant that has priority to people within closer proximity to the restaurant, a lot of unnecessary waiting could be cut out completely. You could also select a time for pickup so you could pre-order your meal in advance. When I approached the business with this offer, they seemed to really like it, and so I worked hard to develop the application. 
Damon worked with me on it and he showed himself to not only be a skilled programmer, but a pretty good marketer too. He approached a few other small-scale restaurants around and got them on the program. He also was responsible for setting up the incorporation of our new company. To ensure that things stayed fair between us, he resolved that we would both own 49% of the company each, and an independent third part would own 2% of the company. This way, if we ever had a clash about which way the company should go, neither of us would be able to make a unilateral decision. It was pretty challenging balancing school with running the company, but Damon and I made it work. In a pretty short amount of time, we were successful enough to afford to rent office space and get a few employees. After graduation, Damon and I focused on running the company full-time. Since he was more adept with administration, Damon was the CEO of the company, while I was the CTO. To be honest, I really didn't mind it much, and my position permitted me to do what I loved doing best. After a while, Damon came up with the brilliant idea for us to diversify into gaming, which seemed like a weird idea at the time, but after getting some very skilled talents and careful planning for months, we managed to pull it off. We made a free-to-play battle royale game for mobile phones, and it did better than we had projected. I mean, it wasn't as big a hit as some of the bigger titles out there, but it was pretty fun to play and the game was very stable with little bugs. With the company now expanding, Damon and I spent more time as business partners in meetings than we did as friends. We still made time some days to hang out and chill, just like old times. The big rift in our relationship came with Jessica. Jessica was a nice woman we'd once met at a bar. Damon had been very interested in her, and as his wingman, I tried to help him convince her to give him her number. Here's where things get tricky, though. Jessica seemed to like me. She agreed to give Damon her number if I agreed to go out with her the next weekend, and I agreed. I gave Damon the number, but I sort of skipped the whole going on a date with her part. I did this because I'd already decided that I wasn't really interested in Jessica, and I only agreed to the date because of Damon anyway. So I'd go on one little date, try to have a nice time, and let her down gently. What could possibly go wrong? Well, what went wrong was that I caught feelings. I caught feelings hard. Jess was not only very charming and beautiful, but we shared a lot of interests and ideals. She also managed to make me laugh all through dinner, and by the end of our date, I was the one asking when we could see again. I had to keep Jess a secret from Damon. I knew just how jealous he would get and I really didn't want to offend my best friend. He was still intent on wooing Jess and he often talked to me about how she was playing hard to get and he'd get her soon. Every time I saw him, I felt guilty, but I knew what I had to do. It just felt so wrong to hurt my friend like that, so I kept telling myself that I'll tell him later and then later I'd say the same thing again. Jessica and I were having an amazing time though. We went on dates, spent time together, and we were on the verge of being official. I decided to tell Damon about us right before asking her to be my girlfriend, but when I walked into his office after work to tell him, he was there looking more raged than I'd ever seen him. It turns out he had been getting suspicious about Jessica and I and had hired a private investigator to tail me around and figure out what was up. He had received the report from the PI that afternoon. I tried to explain that it wasn't intentional and that I'd had in fact come to tell him the truth, but he didn't believe me and we had a pretty heated argument that ended with him throwing things around while I stormed out of his office. I knew it would take time for Damon to get over the whole deal, but I expected that after a few days we'd talk it out and we'd be fine. 
To give him some time to think, I decided not to show up to work for a few days. Then I called him to hang out at our favorite bar, which just happened to be the same bar we'd met Jessica in. The plan was simple, apologize for not telling him about Jessica, and I and patch things up. However, it seemed like our plans were different. The moment he came in, Damon walked up to me and told me he couldn't really stay. He had a look that was a mixture of uneasy and annoyance in his eyes. So I begged him to please take a seat and at least have a beer with me. The moment he sat down, he said he was disappointed in me, which I honestly understood. But then he asked why I would purposely sabotage a good thing between him and Jessica. He was still convinced somehow that Jessica was interested in him and that I'd somehow hijacked it all and taken his place. Before I could respond, he then dropped an envelope on the table. He looked away as he told me he thought it would be best to deliver it to me personally. When I opened the envelope, my heart sank. Inside were documents showing that he had legally purchased the 2% shares that would give him the majority shares at our company. I could barely think. With this, he could do just about anything with my life's work. He could make decisions unilaterally and there was nothing I could do about it. I knew Damon. He could run the company to the ground with bad decisions just to prove a point to me. Even worse, he could find a way to have me outed from the company. When I finally looked back to him, he told me there was a way out. I had to sell all my shares and leave the company. That was the only way. I couldn't believe Damon would go this far because a woman rejected him and chose me instead. I left the bar before he could see the tears fall from my eyes. I sold my shares. It was better leaving the company I'd put my all into than to watch my now ex-best friend use it as a tool to hurt me. For the next few months, I was in a state of despair. The only glimmer of joy in my life was Jess, who was simply amazing. One day though, I figured out a way to get back at Damon. He wanted to use my life's work, my baby, as a tool, huh? Well, what if I completely take that away from him? I was determined to make sure that for the rest of his life, Damon regretted choosing to screw me over. The easy part of it was making the decision to destroy the company from the inside out. The hard part was actually executing it. You can't just walk into the office and turn off a few switches. So I figured I had to approach this wisely. First, I developed a very aggressive virus that replicated faster than thought. Then I had to find a way to infiltrate the company. Thankfully, there was a senior developer who really didn't like Damon much and was quite upset when I left. His name's James, and I hit him up to let him know my plans, knowing fully well that I was asking him to not only risk his job, but he could easily decide to report me to the police or Damon. Thankfully though, he was on board with me. Apparently Damon had made a lot of changes since I left, and many of the developers were not happy with the new decisions. As a matter of fact, James himself was looking for employment elsewhere. The last step of my plan could only happen if James was successful. On the day we had planned, James, armed with a flash drive containing the virus, walked into the data center we ran our apps on and infected the servers with the virus. Within minutes, the whole operation was brought to a halt. Angry gamers and businesses that relied on the company started to complain, and many of them even pulled out. The virus was so potent that it even spread to the computers that were connected to the servers remotely. Over the next few weeks, the company descended into more and more chaos. It seemed likely that the company was going to go under till a mysterious company 
made an offer to buy the company off Damon at a ridiculously low rate. Desperate to at least make a little profit and not lose it all, Damon sold it. What he didn't know though was that the company he just sold to was really owned by me. And so I was finally back at my company, this time in full control. It wasn't easy fixing up the mess I made, but eventually I managed to pull it off, and now we're doing better than ever. Damon, on the other hand, not only lost Jessica, but he lost the company and my friendship too. Of course, he eventually figured out what I had done, but not only did he have no proof he could pin on me, but he also couldn't even physically show up to the office anymore. He had lost completely and he knew it. Do I have any regrets screwing over a person who was once my best friend? Perhaps I would have, assuming he didn't screw me over first. Do I hope we could reconcile? Honestly, no. Perhaps next time he'll be more considerate towards people he calls friends. For now though, I'm happy with my win. Well, I certainly hope for OP's sake that Damon cannot find this post and put two and two together because, although anonymous, it might have enough details here between the restaurants and the video games to make an exact link as to who this is and take it as a confession. Our next story is, I made sure she kissed college goodbye. I was young when this happened, but I cannot help being proud of how well I put my backstabbing ex-friend in her place. It was a new session when this friend turned enemy. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. He transferred to my school. I'd always been the shy girl in class. I hardly had any close friends and I wasn't interested in making any at first because I had seen the drama that happened with close friends in school and just wanted to keep to myself. I changed my mind about making friends in school when my favorite aunt visited us that summer and convinced me to make new friends. It isn't enough to just have acquaintances, you should make close friends too. After a long talk on the importance of close female friendships and how the friends she made in high school were her anchor. I decided to give it a try. I resumed the new session with a determination to make friends and establish something as deep as my auntie had with her friends from high school. Since everyone already had their friends and cliques, I figured it would make sense to befriend the new students. Luckily or unluckily, I met a new girl who I felt was super brilliant. I was in the drama club and almost always the main character or director, so the chances of becoming the president in the future were very high. My drama teacher absolutely loved me. She let me join in her judging auditions for the roles. The new girl was in the drama club at her former school, so I was happy to show her the ropes and help her find her feet. I even invited her to have cookies and a chocolate drink at my house. My mom was happy that I'd finally invited someone from the school home. The year before, she and my dad wanted to plan a surprise birthday party, but they didn't know who to invite from school. 
Apart from play dates organized by my parents and their friends and classmates coming over to work on a project of any kind, I hadn't had any friends over just to hang out. My mom had been very worried about my lack of friends ever since. I suspect that she convinced her sister to give me the long pep talk. I honestly never saw my lack of friends as an issue. I had acquaintances everywhere in school, and I spoke to nearly everyone in every clique, and even the popular girls and rich kids liked me. I exchanged greetings with them, sometimes even gossip, but my relationship with them never went beyond a surface level. I made another big mistake in convincing my new friend to join the drama club. I guess I just wanted us to have more things in common. It seemed like a good idea since she was already great at acting. Well, that was what she told me. I noticed something about her that I should have paid attention to but did not. Her unhealthy obsession with the clique of the most popular girls in class. She would always judge them for being too into fashion and not caring about their academics. She especially always talked about one of the girls. She was the most popular one and her family was super wealthy. My friend hated her for no reason. It didn't even make sense because she hardly knew any of these people. I considered cutting her off at first for her nasty comments, but I just couldn't. She was fun to be around, she was helpful, and I was getting a kick out of introducing her to our school and how things happened there. Not long after, we became very close friends. We were always together in school and even after school. I have two brothers, but she was the only child of her parents, so she came over to my house very often for company. We recorded ourselves acting in different roles with my brother as our camera guy, and we posted the videos on my socials. While all this was going on, my friend still swore that she hated the popular girls in school, especially the most popular clique. Still, she especially hated one of the girls in that clique. If you think about it, she's not even as popular as you are. You're one of the most popular girls in school and you don't go about bullying people. I didn't know what to make of that. I was known in school for being in the drama club and all of that, but I was nowhere near being as popular as those girls. It made me uncomfortable how she badmouths them even when it's unnecessary to do so, but she was my friend and I just put up with it. My aunt had taught me the importance of friends, but what she did not tell me was that they had to be good friends. I knew she was a nasty gossip but I didn't have a problem with it because I genuinely thought she just didn't like those people. It turned out that my friend had been bad-mouthing me to the other members of the drama club. She wasn't just bad-mouthing me, she was lying too. She had told me once that she would try and seduce the popular girl's boyfriend and get him to cheat on the popular girl with her. I was horrified and told her it was a mean thing to say or even think, but she laughed and said she was only joking. She told another girl in the drama club that I said that. I noticed that her drama teacher at the time was a little cold toward me. She wasn't as friendly as she used to be, and she no longer allowed me to judge at auditions with her. I had even confided in my friend that I was worried about it, but she assured me that all was well. Maybe one of the students had a problem with you and complained about it. It doesn't matter though, you're the best director and actor in the club, and you certainly will be the club's president. I hugged her and thanked her for her assurance. The next day, I found out that the person who had been bad-mouthing me to our teacher and the rest of the club members was my friend. One of the guys in the drama club asked to see me that morning, but I told him that I couldn't talk to him at that moment because I needed to see my friend and share some good news with her. My parents had agreed to buy me a camera, and I was happy that we no longer had to beg my brother to take videos of us using his camera. 
When I broke the news to her, her response was, wow, and then she went back to talking to others in the drama club. I was shocked at her response. She knew how badly I wanted it, so I expected her to be happier. It was at that point that it occurred to me that my friend was hardly ever happy for me. She never did a little dance or flash a big smile at me when something great happens to me. I knew how my parents and brothers got excited each time I shared some good news. I got very excited whenever my friend told me about the smallest win, so I felt bad when she just dismissed my big news like that. I went back in search of the guy who tried to talk to me, but the bell rang and I had to leave for class. Everything was different after I broke that news to my friend. She avoided me for the rest of the day. I still didn't think much of it, I just went about doing my stuff. My mom used to pick up my brother and me from school, so I would wait under the trees close to the parking lot for my mom. While waiting that day, I saw the guy who had tried to talk to me earlier. He waved at me and I waved back. As he walked toward me, I rolled my eyes. Everyone knew that he had a huge crush on me in the previous session. I knew it too because we acted in plays together and he treated me differently from the other girls. He never asked me out though and I never cared. I wasn't looking for a boyfriend at the time. Hi, he said when he got to where I was. Hey, I replied, wondering what he wanted to say to me. Maybe he wants to finally ask me out, I thought, surprisingly feeling elated at the idea. I didn't get asked out a lot in high school and was probably just glad that someone would confess his feelings for me. Well, that day, my emotions went from excitement to disappointment to feeling betrayed. He asked me if my friend and I were okay, and I replied that we were fine. He then went on to warn me to be careful. He told me that she had been going around telling everyone in the drama club about me and that she had told everyone that our drama teacher was only treating me specially because she was in the same book club as my mother. I was incredibly heartbroken. I went home very sad. I couldn't even eat. I kept wondering why she would do that to me. I was kind to her when she was a new student and knew no one. The next morning, I walked up to her and asked to see her. Go away, I don't want to talk to you, she screamed at me. I was taken aback. I looked around and saw everyone else was staring at me like I was crazy. Leave her alone, my drama teacher called out. I looked back and saw her looking at me like I was some filthy thing. I was embarrassed. I ran to the bathroom and cried there. I wasn't sure what my friend had told everyone, but it had to be bad because the others looked at me in disgust. The drama club was my life, but as days passed, I started to feel unwelcome in the club. Everyone looked at me weirdly, especially everyone in our grade. Interestingly, they all started warming up to my friend. She was everyone's sweetheart and they treated her so nicely and delicately. While most people in the club just didn't look at me and avoided me, some others shot dirty looks at me. I soon noticed my friend following the popular girls she hated around. She would even help the ones she reserved special hate for to carry her purse around. It was embarrassing. She acted like she was her maid in waiting. I tried to talk to her two other times, but she would yell and everyone would turn to us and start giving me strange looks. I gave up on trying to talk to her and tried to focus on drama club and schoolwork like I used to. But drama club had stopped being a great place for me. It was like everyone hated me. I simply stopped going to meetings and stuck to schoolwork. As soon as I left, she started campaigning to be the club's president. I was beyond hurt about it. I cried so much and started to lose an insane amount of weight. My mom had me see a shrink immediately. She didn't know what was happening and I felt too stupid to tell her or my brothers and aunt. 
I didn't want anyone to think I was stupid for getting scammed because that's what it felt like. I was scammed of my life. My mom came home one day looking incredibly upset. She had just returned from her book club where my drama teacher told her that my friend had reported me for touching her inappropriately. I understood then why everyone was giving me dirty looks. They all thought I was a creep trying to get sexual with her friend. My mom was disappointed that the teacher had not told her immediately. Of course, she didn't ever believe that I could do that. We went to school the next day, and my mom spoke with the principal, who made her apologize to me. She apologized to me in the principal's office, and the teacher made her apologize before the rest of the drama club. While my mom and the other adults felt she had learned her lessons, and they had exonerated me, many people still shot me weird looks, and they probably felt she was bullied into apologizing to me. Her vile actions cost me my life at school. Even though her chances of becoming the club's president had reduced drastically, I could no longer contest too. She ruined the good reputation I had in school and my relationship with many people. I was determined to ruin her life too, just as she had destroyed mine. I knew the art college she applied to because I had applied there too, and I knew how much it meant to her. I decided to send them an email telling them all she had done to me and how she had ruined my reputation in school. I realized I needed evidence, so I asked my brother for help. He taught me how to use my camera to record her on video without her knowing. That day, I followed her into the bathroom and asked her why she did what she did. What I expected was an apology. I wanted her to admit all she had done and apologize to me so I could get it on camera, but she gave me something even better. Because you think you're better than everyone else, she yelled at me. Why should you get to sit at the additions with a teacher? Even if they make me apologize before the whole school, you'll remain a loser. The girl who tried to put her hands in my underwear. I could not help myself. I started to cry and he smirked and walked out. My brother was livid when I showed him the video. There should be something we can do. We can't allow her to ruin your reputation like this, he said. I told him I planned to send it to the art college we'd both applied to. He helped me extract the video and make it into a file. I emailed the college and told them about the pathological liar that had applied to their school. They emailed me back thanking me and promising to look into it. It wasn't enough to do that. I made a video and had my brother cut the video of us into it, then I posted it on my socials. I had a good following in school since I used to make funny videos with my brothers and friends anyway so most people saw it. Just like that, she was destroyed. She refused to come to school after that. I won. Isn't it sad that this extremely petty and life-altering stuff happens in high school? All because of cliques and social pressures and who you think your friends are? Literally 10 years down the road when all of that stuff didn't matter anymore, your life path is probably going to be seriously altered because everybody in the story was all caught up with buddy-buddy, click, nonsense. But with that being said, that's all the time we have for today. Now, if you want to hear another crazy revenge story, check out that video on the left. Or if you missed my latest video, check out that video on the right. That said, I'll see you all next time with some more stories. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 